And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, harvest has started for some early seeded crops in southwest Saskatchewan. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division, choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. Harvest has started on drought-stressed early seeded crops in southwestern Saskatchewan. Swift Current Regional Crop Specialist Cale Wilson says crops have deteriorated from a lack of rainfall this summer. Well, they are very, very dry. Harvest has started on some of the peas um, in and around the area, and everything is just really, really dry and hurting for moisture. How do the yields look? I haven't heard really the yields yet, but I can't imagine them being very good. Average might be the best people are looking for right now, just because there's not even enough moisture to really start filling the pulse crops and even the cereal and canola crops. Is this earlier than normal? Their harvest has started a little bit earlier than normal, and I think a lot of that has to do with the moisture um, and just more so the lack of moisture. So how are the cereal crops doing? Are they heading? They are heading right now, and uh, they're starting to turn. Um, I'd say it's a little premature based on, you know, normal, but it just has to do with the moisture and not being there. Obviously, crops need rain, but is it getting too late? I would say... Probably it's going to get too late for anything that was early. Some of the later crops, like your canola crops, if they got a rain and soybeans in the area, they'd still fill and you'd get, you know, your average yield. But for your cereals and your pulses, it's pretty much too late for a rain to really recover the yields in them. It's supposed to be hot weather in the south part of Saskatchewan this week. Do you see that setting back crops? I don't really see it setting back crops. It's more of just a continuation of what's been going on, and it'll probably bring things in earlier than normal unless it stays hot. When do you expect harvest to get underway on a general basis in the southwest? I would say harvest will be underway on a general basis probably next week, and there'll be a lot of desiccation of the pulses and also probably some harvesting going on. How do you expect the cereal crops to yield? The cereal crops probably, I'm hoping they're going to yield average, but I don't expect that in some areas. Protein's probably going to be high, but yields are probably going to be down. We've reached you at a crop diagnostic school in Indian Head. How are crops looking in the Indian Head area? Crops in the Indian Head area are looking really good. The moisture is still in the soil, and yeah, everything out here looks really good. It's a lot later than swift current. How much later than swift current? Well, the canola fields are still in full flower. Some of the cereal fields are starting to head, whereas in swift current, I mean, the cereals are headed, the canola is done flowering. So I'd say it's probably a good 10 days to two weeks behind. Gail Wilson is the regional crop specialist in swift current. We reached him at a crop diagnostic conference in Indian Head. Several new varieties of mustard have been highlighted at the Agriculture Canada Research Farm at Saskatoon. The breeding research is being done by Dr. Bifang Cheng. The executive director of the Saskatchewan Mustard Development Commission, Kevin Hirsch, says Dr. Cheng has made a lot of progress over the past six years with new hybrids showing interesting results for improved yields. Hirsch talks about 2017 mustard acreage. Yellow mustard is the main one and uh, its price is down and, and and acreage has followed it down. Acreage was up last year uh, in response to very high prices and then the, the production was very good so prices went down so acreage has followed it back down. And mustard is an interesting crop in that it's, there's little bits of it grown in many places and it'll grow pretty much everywhere but production is centered in, in southwestern and especially south central Saskatchewan 
But I talked to a number of producers from all over the province. The thing is, they can't have been growing canola anytime recently because there's no way to control volunteer canola in a mustard crop and even a small amount of, of canola within the mustard sample seriously downgrades it. But oftentimes there'll be land that's, say, coming out of alfalfa that's been in alfalfa long-term or in a, another forage crop. And the producers, even in the, the areas that are traditional canola-growing areas, will seed mustard and, and oftentimes do very well with it. Uh, if you've got land that hasn't had any inputs for many years and you can get it certified organic, there's actually a really good opportunity to make some really good money with uh, a mustard in, in those first couple of years. So even though mustard isn't traditionally grown in central and northern grain belt, it grows very well and there's pockets of production where producers see an opportunity. There are three types of mustard and Hirsch talks about the current markets for each. The one that takes up the majority of our acreage is yellow mustard. The main market for that is the U.S., and that's one that's probably a little oversupplied. So its prices has been lower than what producers like to see because it also yields less than the, the brown and oriental. The one that's the star right now is brown, and brown, a lot of that, uh, most of that goes to Europe for Dijon mustard. And the acreage was pretty low last year, and, and supplies got a little tight, so it's actually leading the pack with mustard prices. I know my new crop brown mustard contracts are in the 32 to 34 cent a pound range, but I, I believe the spot price, or if you were to do new crop marketing now, you might be 35 or 36 or 37 cents. That sort of a range is the prices that I've I've heard. You know, that's 15, 16, 17 dollars a bushel, but it, it of course doesn't yield as well as canola does, but its input costs are also lower too. So when I do the partial budgets on it, oftentimes mustard is is a winner compared to the other oilseed crops out there. But weed control is an issue that uh, people have to be aware of, and volunteer canola and also wild mustard and weeds like cleavers are a, a real problem in the crop, and that's something else that research is working on is trying to get better weed control. Kevin Hirsch is the executive director of the Saskatchewan Mustard Development Commission. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcus in New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit marcuson.com. The Seedmaster Annual Demonstration and Crop Tour will be held at the Langbank Farm tomorrow in southeast Saskatchewan. The farm is located six miles north of Langbank on Highway 9 and three miles west. Research trials will be on display as well as discussions with industry specialists from Bayer Crop Science, Monsanto and Farmer's Edge. As well, Dot Technology, a new sister company, will show the new autonomous power platform, a fully automated piece of farm equipment designed to ultimately put an end to the farm tractor. The Seedmaster Annual Crop Tour goes tomorrow at the farm near Langbank. Farmers are asked to register by calling 1-888-721-3001 or go online to register. Using the best technology to grow a great crop doesn't end well if too much grain is left behind the combine. That was the starting point for Battleford's farmer entrepreneur, Trevor Schur. Schur has developed a system to calibrate the combine's grain loss monitor, and he was at Ag in Motion last week near Saskatoon. I the drop pan for measuring losses behind a combine. Uh, what, what I found in working in an industry, uh, helping guys grow canola, they were getting in their combines and they were just going without testing. So we were trying to help growers grow as much as they can by using certain products and trying to get as much out of the field as they can and then they get in their combines and never calibrate them they never check their losses and it, it just 
was hard to watch them throw the grain back in the field knowing we worked so hard to get it there. Uh, so the pan fits on any combine and mounts in a couple seconds. Uh, there's no weighing. So you basically drop the pan, check your losses, check the sure gain chart that we've developed, and you can figure out your losses. And from there, you can calibrate your combine. These combines are running upwards of 600 horsepower. You don't need that much horsepower to combine canola. Um, so we're, you're, you kind of got to rely on the calibration of the gauges, the grain loss gauges. So once you calibrate that gauge using our system, you know where to be. Uh, right now, guys are just running to power and, and combine is very low horsepower usage. So we're finding huge losses of canola on combines. Sure, says what has what looks like a rain gauge and a chart. We're dropping all your straw and chaff and collecting all of your remnants behind the combine. You sift that out, you put it into a, a clean pan, we dump it into the Suregain grain gauge, and you just look up your header width, the amount of millimeters that are on the gauge, and it'll tell you your losses per acre. And from there, you can set your combine. What we found is quite often the right hand on the hydro stick is the trouble. Uh, so it's a matter of slowing down and then fine-tuning your combine from there. Sure outlines how he developed the monitor. Uh, this came about, I'd worked for a major major chemical company for 10 years. I uh, worked for a, a data management company and variable rate company for seven years. Like I said, we did all these steps to try to help guys grow crop. And then from there, you know, it's just frustrating to see it go back in the field. And the, the true test was on my own farm uh, between myself and my father. Any good invention comes from an argument. Uh, I wanted to get as many acres done as I could. He wanted to put all the grain in the bin. And we, we, we figured we were having losses, but you do a dead stop and you look in the combine. You don't know how much that is until you can actually measure it. And once you measure it, then you have something to go off of. Sure says it's been a long process. We've invested about seven years uh, getting it right and hours and hours of head scratching. And we finally, actually after harvest this year, we figured out how to make it fit any combine uh, with, like I said, it mounts in four seconds. Uh, the total investment for the whole system is about $1,800. So if you just do the math on that, that's one bushel of canola on a quarter section. Trevor Scher's website is at www.scherrgain.ca. Back in a moment. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell 80 cents at 461.70. Oats dropped two dollars two cents at 159.59. Number one red spring wheat declined 9.50 at 265.11. The rest were unchanged. Durham 292.78. Feed barley 145.03. Flax 414.25. Yellow peas 287 dollars. Feed wheat. 141.99. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September wheat is down 27 cents at 7.23 and a half cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of July 25th. We didn't have a sale here in Weyburn last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Here is what the market was doing. Heiferet sold from $1.10 to $1.23. 
D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.97 cents to $1.17. D3 cows sold from $0.65 cents to $0.85. Cents. Canner cows sold from $0.40 cents to $0.60. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.18 to $1.38. There weren't enough yearlings in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,200 hogs Monday selling a range of $192 to $202 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 head selling a range of $190 to $201 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, July 21st are SIG 3, 198.66, SIG 4, 206.29, SIG 5, 202.47, Cash 200.97, Brick Hole 205, Thunder Creek 208.56, and High Life 204.29. Number one sales delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 137.79 to 146.61 per CKG live weight. Ham's marketing cash hog price today is down and poor contract prices opened up this morning. The USDA's cold storage report showed that pork supplies were 4% lower than year-ago levels, an encouraging sign that the market continues to clear the added supplies. However, when you look deeper into the numbers, almost all of the primal cuts are showing an increase in storage supplies with the major exception being pork bellies. Lean hog futures reacted positively to the report in early trade this morning, but the results come up a little short of analysts' expectations, which means that the market could resume its weaker trend later today. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieevestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast, clearing, wind northwest 30 and gusting to 50, the high 26 today, the low 9. Tomorrow, sunny, high 27, the low 13. Thursday, sunny, the high 33, the low 17. Friday, sunny, the high 32, the low 14. Saturday, sunny, the high 28, the low 14. Sunday, sunny, the high 28, the low 13. Monday, sunny, the high near 29. Normal high is 26, the normal low is 11. The sun rose at 5.17 this morning. It sets at 8.53 p.m. tonight. Round the province, Estevan is 23, Saskatoon 22. Swift Current 21, Weyburn is the hot spot in Saskatchewan at 24, Yorkton is 20. In Regina, partly cloudy in 23, that's 73 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest, 39 gusting to 51. Humidity 50%, barometer rising 101.5. Sunny Moose Jaw 23, winds are from the west-northwest, 31, gusting to 44. Once again, Regina, part to cloudy, 23, that's 73 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.